Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Achtung Millwall, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Accept no substitute. Huge welcome to the post-match review show for Achtung Millwall. I'm speaking to Mr. Harry Warren. Welcome, Harry. Yeah, cheers, mate. Are you all right? No, I'm not. <laughs> We're speaking in the immediate aftermath, listeners, of Millwall losing at home 3-2 to Derby County. Um, I found that a very strange, wishy-washy, fits-and-starts performance, AJ. How did you see that game from your side, mate? Uh, I found it utter, utter shit, um, to Succ- put it bluntly. Succinct. Yeah. yeah, well, it was. It was It was the worst of Millwall. It was neither... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was neither... There was no heart. I thought, I thought Derby outrun us. I thought they, they wanted it more. I thought the iFollow commentary pair were fucking abysmal. I thought the whole <laughs> setup was fucking abysmal. It was just Millwall. It was just, you know, if you, what you miss for 100 days and you kind of have rose-tinted spectacles of the whole thing. You know, I had someone sitting in my seat, you know, with a cardboard cutout. It's taken me <laughs> 21 years to bend that seat into my arse cheeks and you stick a <laughs> stick a, thing up. I stick a, a crowdy there. Yeah, yeah, uh, stick a crowdy there. But it was just very poor. Like the whole experience is very poor. I mean, um, is that a consequence of the, I mean, you know, we, it's the cliche, Harry, that these are strange times and the season is playing out after, was it a 14 week break? I can't remember how yeah. many weeks it is. It's a long while. Um, and there's no crowd, and 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 Derby coming in from the sports centre next door and walking around the back of the stand, all this kind of stuff. Um, I don't. I mean, that that will make it a very strange experience. And I, and I actually don't. I don't know about you. I don't begrudge losing, but I do begrudge losing to um, avoidable errors, um, being caught cold. If there's a drinks break built into the, the format of a game, that's part of the rules. That's what you've got to work with, and you've got to stay switched on. And we've conceded twice. Uh, from in the aftermath of a drinks break. Well, you know, that's that's the kind of thing I might expect round at Beckton Park, round a corner, not at a professional level game with so much on the table. I think it was a very it was a very frustrating game, very poor show from certain certain players as well. I don't know um, what you made of the formation. I'm, I'm really not convinced that Ryan Leonard playing as a forward is is, is giving us anything. It, it showed nothing today. I thought he was better. I thought he was the best of the midfield three, unfortunately. 
and that Did weren't you? saying much. Yeah, I thought at least he ran about and put himself about a bit. I thought he was very poor with the ball. I mean, his chance that he had after Matt Smith nutmegged Wayne Rooney was, I'm presuming, what the idea was. Um, he seems to have the legs of the of the uh, of the Derby midfield and back line. Now, obviously, we didn't have Thompson available, and I think that showed as well. The four players that we were missing um, all would have been involved in that game. I, I think um, Thompson would have brought enthusiasm, and uh, I mean, I'm saying Leonard was poor. I mean, he actually had a chance at the end of the first half that he's put through by. Um, down the left was it Malumbi I think put a ball forward to him I can't remember which player it was no no it was Matt Smith Matt Smith Smith, Smith nutmegged him of course yeah yeah and then rolled rolled him in and he done everything right and the keepers pulled off a save so uh, I understand that but Ryan Woods in the middle for me is fucking awful um, Malumbi was made less of a player in that role Malumbi should be the should be the aggressor, should be the person that goes and presses. And he looked neutered by sitting next to Ryan Woods. Yeah. Ryan Woods, to me, is a bit like Ryan Tunnicliffe. Long-time listeners will know my fucking hatred of Ryan Tunnicliffe. He is a show pony. They are fine when you're going to have... If he played in that Derby team today, you'd have Les Briley. Was it Les Briley? No, Les I think Briley it was. And Carl Bates, about fucking Wayne Rooney, right? Wayne Rooney has done fuck all game, by the way. He's played a load of fucking deep quarterback type passes that they really haven't gained anything out of, right? They look lovely, right? But we all can hit a 45-yard fucking diag because Millwall done that for five years under Neil Harris. It's not it's not skillful, it's not it's not intelligent. The boy the boy who scored the goals has done intelligent things and worked out as... Well, he looks a decent player. Let's, let's be honest. I mean, Sibley, I think, wasn't it? The hat-trick um, scorer today did very, very well. I, I found the whole... Um, I, know, I know they're empty stadiums. I, I, I get it. And no one wants this and everyone's having to make the best of it. But it did have a very reserved game feeling to it. And I think that translated itself into that performance because... Um, in fits and starts, we actually didn't look too bad on occasion. We got ourselves in front with a very decent move, I thought. But then we let it slip, didn't we? And that's that's unforgivable to get in front with, I keep saying it, Harry, but so much on the table, or was at the start of the, of the game today. Um, I think it is, but yeah. I, I, I mean, it's a long way to go, but, you know, yeah. a win would have been better than the loss, wouldn't it? So Of course. You know, I, also to, think, I also think, looking at this, is we've got to forget we're at home. I generally believe, looking at what I've been seeing, I've been, I've been lucky enough to be able to watch the four Premier League games. Um, the home sides have all got roundly fucking obliterated, really. Yeah. Um, barring Man City beating Arsenal, but that's not really the same type of the normal teams. I mean, there are... That people, seems to be a thing, doesn't it? I mean, the German game... Because you said... Because people... I mean, Gary Rowett was naive today, in my opinion. He was naive in the way that we set the side up. It was very clear. Matt Smith, uh, I can't knock Matt Smith. Matt Smith done what Matt Smith does and was very good at it. Uh, and and that's fine. However, to me, the fact that that was working was, it was almost against the fact that everything else wasn't working. Do you, do you understand what I mean? That we were very slow to adapt. We didn't make changes. We can make five changes now. Now, at half time, they come out, they'd obviously been read the riot act at half time. They come out first five minutes. Matt Smith misses the chance where he lobs the keeper with his left foot. Doesn't yeah, yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah. Now, yeah. If, you, if you take that chance, you're 2 1 up. The problem is, I don't see a way of assuring that with the players he's got, it, 
his disposal today. And we had an 18-year-old centre-half on the bench. You had Hutchinson look like, I thought Hutchinson had done his cruciate knee ligament at one point when he went down. Um, yeah, I, I did. Well, um, he, he made a few errors across the game. I mean, I'm not going to dig out Sean Hutchinson. I, I, I like him. But uh, there, were, there were a few players out there that made errors. I, I just think that was... I don't think we've played that formation before. I'll, I'll be totally honest. I think that's very difficult as a football player with the additional weirdness that an empty stadium, a, um, what would you say, a very alien experience. Then putting yeah, into absolutely. alien formation yeah. maybe might not have been the greatest thing, but I'm guessing that was driven by player availability and fitness. But then when you're bringing, the difference is, is when you're bringing Yuri Skalak on, um, you're bringing Yuri Skalak on and does nothing, offers you nothing compared to, I, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, compared to an Aidan O'Brien who mm. Aiden O'Brien would take a half chance. That That is what Aiden does. And like him or loathe him, he doesn't, you know, necessarily be the most work hard player. He doesn't have necessarily the most Millwall type tendencies, but you can't knock his scoring rate when he was in league one playing in that kind of impact sub role or when we needed a goal from somewhere. Today, we've brought Conor Mahoney on. Conor Mahoney's put a ball across and we've made something for nothing and Bob Varsen has somehow toe-poked it over the line. The, the the changes were too late in this particular game. And I'm sure it we, we can't really knock Gary Rowett because he's done magnificently since he's come to the club. But to kill the momentum, we sort of were... I think he didn't want to drop Smith because he'd scored a hat-trick on his last game. Mm. And he played well in his sense. But did the system need to work differently to beat Derby? Did we need to make sure we didn't get beat first, even though we're at home? Because it doesn't really matter. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa, stop. Ask Alexa what the formation should have been today, Harry. Oh, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't have two different Alexas in your house, because they talk to each other secretly. The, uh, <laughs> the, the lizard people that rule the world are um, oh, against Millwall and so on and so forth. So, I mean, we got ourselves in front. I thought it was a really decent, decent finish or decent cross. I thought Ferguson did okay today. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's one of the few players that I think can probably come off the pitch um, having um, felt that he, he did his bits. I think Marlon would be in the same category. I think he did okay as well today. Um, the midfield was wishy-washy. I, I'm, I'm going to include Ryan Leonard in that wishy-washy midfield. I do yeah, agree I there, was, there was no bite out there. There was no um, no drive, no intensity. I, I keep saying about the empty stadium, but that's that's what it's got to be from here. They, they, you know, no one can magic the crowd back, unfortunately. We've got to feed off of each other. You know, the players have got to find it within themselves to to to, to get that energy. I think um, Thompson would have made a difference out. I don't think he would have. His enthusiasm yeah. would have been infectious, wouldn't it? Well, that game reminded me. Do you remember? It might have been under Jacket. We lost to Norwich away from home, and yeah. they had bigger hand have the fucking world yeah. to play in, the, and then the, the, the home game. Right. They basically just said to Abdu, "I don't care what you do, but just stay with him," and you stop them playing. And now, I'm not digging out anyone because I don't think Gary Rowett is as nouchant in Millwall history as we are. And we don't mm. really have a Gary Rowett type, um, not Gary Rowett, we don't have a Jimmy Abdu type player. But 
that basically was what you needed to do. After Sydney scored the first, you needed to make changes to say man marking, right, and go where he goes because they were looking for him all the time. He was finding pockets of space. And he damaged us and he hurt us. I mean, you know, he's hurt us from the drinks break in the first half. He's jinked his way, you know, basically jinked his way through our defence down the middle. Well, I thought, was, well, I thought that was Ryan Woods' fault, the first one. I mean, he gets back alongside him and doesn't tackle him. Um, I think the second one, the, the third one, the one that, that, that turns out to be the winner, Mm. looks a mile offside, but I don't know what the back four, the back four seem to be practising social distancing between the two of them because they seem so fucking far stretched between Hutchinson and Cooper, saying that you wouldn't see. Um, I don't know whether or not Pierce was fancied before this and has picked up an injury. I don't know. Don't know. Um, I, I think the problem for Millwall is we were on a really good run and... We're not the biggest squad in the world. A lot of squads had injuries. We had injuries, but we've still got those injuries, those players, and picked up new ones as well, seemingly. Um, They don't... The bigger clubs, and Derby are a bigger club than us, without a question of that, when you're paying Wayne Rooney by hook or by crook, whatever way they are doing it, they have... But, you know, the, the depth, that, depth, yeah, yeah, exactly. So Squad when they depth. make a change, you sit there and you think, oh, fucking hell, I know who this person is. When we make a change, they go, who the fuck is Yuri Skalak? And why is this weird hospital patient taking a free kick? And well, that's a very good question in itself, Harry, because I think that, um, you know, we, we've, we've mentioned Jiri, um, and some felt I was cruel in naming him their poorest signing, of, uh, well, and certainly in the, the, the top five poor signings. And I, I still remain convinced he's been a, one of the biggest wastes of money in a long, long time because when he did come into the game today, he showed nothing, did he? Um, no, you know, I mean, he's I, got work rate. I mean, to be fair, he did get back when we got caught on the counter right near the end of the game. He did run the entire length of the pitch and got back into a centre-half position. And I'll, I'll give him credit for that. He, he's worked. But the time for Millwall Workhouse players are not... <laughs> In this system, that is not enough. And you need... Uh, it'll be interesting because if we don't go up this season, and I mean, let's be honest, if we did go up this season or get to the playoffs and somehow magically got at this division, we would get murdered every week, right? Oh, without uh, bad, without be, a question of a doubt, we are not that ready. That seems to be badly exposed by your average Premier League side. I mean, let's make no... I mean, it's Derby exposed us today. I mean, I'm just reading through my notes from the end of the first half. We've... We got caught after the drinks break in the first half. Then there's, um, you know, Marlon went close of a shot from distance, but there's there's a there's a couple of moments where we've looked like we might start getting some energy in. But Derby still had chances, Harry. I mean, Bart made a decent save um, again with a similar kind of jink through the central defence towards the late part of the first half. Um, Bart saved well. We just looked very sluggish. Um, yeah, ne- never got going. You know, I think the midfield would. I think the midfield let the side down. Really, I think the midfield. Jed looks off it, but he's looked off it for a little while. I think he feels the weight of having to do everything, which, rightly or wrongly, he does have to do everything because no one else does everything. Mahoney, without the crowd, gets out wide right and sticks a decent ball into the middle. Would I have played Mahoney today? I probably would have played Mahoney instead of Ferguson. But if the back of Hutchinson and Cooper are as fucking bad as they were, Murray Wallace needs to play a centre-half, doesn't he? Uh, I mean, it's very... It's very unmillwall like that was a very unmillwall performance. Um, yeah, yeah, it had a kind going of a... Away, going away to Barnsley next week. If you're telling me what do I want us to play, I want us to play 4 5 1 because we had no bite in the midfield and no one really knew where we're going. The, the, the only good thing is that next it's the first game, you, you still have time, you still have eight games to go. We could win six of eight, 
and still, you know, and get two draws from here on out, and that would be enough. It definitely will be. It's just the way it, it's going to fall. Um, but who knows? We we will find that in in the future. In two but course, yeah. Mason Bennett is badly missed, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> Do you think Callum Davidson's badly missed as well, Harry? Do you think that made a factor today him not being on the bench? Who? <laughs> Callum Davison, the assistant manager that's gone up to Scotland. Oh, I don't <laughs> think. Does it really matter? I mean, I don't. Well, I don't think, I, I, I mean, I, there are my, my reaction of, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> it will make a difference day to day for Gary Rowett, but I don't think in the sense that it will make a massive difference for him where he was just now. No, um, the, reason, the reason I ask, and a, a slightly loaded question in a sense, because a couple of times towards the end of the game, I've got in my notes here I've made during watching the game, 88 minutes, game is drifting. It's like a Sunday morning kickabout in the park. There was no energy, no vibe, no nothing. And that's when they made it 3-1 with the, uh, the the Sibley hat-trick, the finish from from um, from Sibley. Um, I'm just wondering whether, you know, whether whether uh, Rowett, he must have been watching the same game. He's, 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 he must be thinking to himself, um, you know, how do I change this? And he doesn't have that... His, his regular man on uh, as his sidekick. I don't know. Maybe it makes no difference. Maybe, at all, but... but then I would say that Neil Harris has played for Livermore. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so do they really make that much of a difference? Is really my question. I think the main difference was the crowd. The lack of a crowd. Um, this is one of those situations where, um, having got in front against Derby, I think the crowd would have uh, been in a rain Wayne Rooney. They would have sorted without Waghorn. It would have been a very different feeling. As it was, it was all very easy. I think even the the, the commentary duo said it was an easy easy run out for for Derby today. And um, I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't think it was an easy run out for Derby. I think considering the fact it's so called easy run out for Derby, it's finished three two. There's been five goals in a very poor game defensively for both sides. Um, and they are no good. They are remarkably average. We were very bad. I think we made Giroud. them look good. I mean, I, yes. I, I I agree they were no great shakes, but I think we made them look a bit like Barcelona at times. Yeah, today, I mean, I don't for our own uh, lack of lack of energy. But I think that's been the way with. I mean, I'm looking. You know, I'm looking now. We've had the three o'clock kick off. I'm looking at scores. Although we've played what forty odd minutes, right? You're sitting there, Charlton have. Cholton have gone away and they're winning one nil. You've got no goals in the other games. You've got Bristol City being pegged back by Blackburn, who are at home. But the the way that you know this this idea that you're at home and you're away, there is no real home or away. It's just no. no. These are new, the just neutral week, venues. Yeah. Yeah. This first weekend of travel is really not a major issue. Neither is next weekend. It starts becoming an issue for the Tuesday midweek games. The week, not this coming Tuesday, the Tuesday after. Because that's when you've played Saturday, Saturday, then you start having to travel about, you can't get the train, you have to get on three different coaches, you know. Mm. These become the issues. And we can't really use that as an excuse. Do we have to be better? Of course we do. But I don't think, well, hopefully, we won't see a performance like that again at Derby. I think we'll, at, at Derby, at Barnsley, you won't see yeah, that. Barnsley. But at the end of the day, we've got beat, we've been beat before. I'm sure we'll be beat again at some point. And it is what it is. Uh, you can't hit the panic stations. It was a poor day at the office. If we had been, you know, if COVID hadn't have happened and we weren't sitting here in in, um, in June. June and we were straight away after, um, you know, the 3-0 defeat of Nottingham Forest and we got beat 3-2 at home by Derby and we put in a shit performance, we'd have gone hand me wall. Do, do you know what I mean? And it would be, that would have been the conversation that we would have been having. So, 
you know that it, they are exactly what we we know they are to be they will struggle against Derby they'll probably get beat by Barnsley and then they won't lose again all season you, you know that's Millwall and that and that yeah. will continue to be us well put Harry Warren thank you for taking time out your afternoon I'm going to let you get back to your your, your partner Prosecco and um hopefully that was the uh, that was the um <laughs> That was the, the tonic for mother because having to put up with three Warren men shouting <laughs> watching Millwall, watching together. that. Yeah. yeah, basically that. And so I've I've got a McGinnis and that'll be the way. Hopefully watching West Ham get turned over later on. So um yeah, that'll be good. Enjoy enjoy your Guinness, H. Um hopefully uh once he's finished his media responsibilities, we're gonna get a chance to speak to Mr. Aaron Paul very, very shortly. But uh, for the moment, big thank you to Harry Warren and we'll talk to you very soon, H. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Achtung Millwall. We're talking to Mr. Aaron Paul, who was representing Radio 5 there, I believe, today, Aaron. How was uh, the uh, the end-of-season mini-tournament experience for you, mate? Interesting, interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, very well organised, but I've just got to give credit to Billy Taylor and, you know, his sort of lads, Max and, and all them guys. Very, very well organised, very, very good. Nothing, in my opinion, apart from the football went wrong you know everything yeah. was done to a t and, and you know they organized it very very well so fair play to them and you know it was it, nothing no problems no hitches no snags no nothing so so respect to them boys for that and appreciate it and um appreciate the hospitality as ever um yeah i've actually done a video vlog i might send it to you nick actually where i've documented sort of the different steps of you know sort of going through the ground and whatnot well, crowd gonna... noises. go on no, I was going to say to you, because you boys in the media are working to a fairly strict regime, Aaron, aren't you? I mm. mean, it's it's a hefty document that's governing how these games will take place. And that includes yourselves in the press box. Well, 45 pages. Wow. 45 pages, yeah. And then 
we've been sent an individual questionnaire by Millwall. We've been sent a questionnaire by the BBC, uh, sent a risk assessment by the BBC. So there's a lot of paperwork to go through. But, you know, we got through it, got to the ground, um, temperature checked, ID checked, this checked, that checked, mm-hmm. bag checked, wetting upstairs. The press room is is all sort of effectively locked off. There's bottles of water, then you go straight to your seat. And then that is it, you know. Um, but I know myself and the, the other chaps that are with me, so it was a very sort of positive experience. Weird but positive. The crowd noise was odd. How was it the, in the stadium? The can noise. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Strange. Every few minutes, but no one likes us. No one likes us. It's like, yeah, right, mate. There's, there's more than that, you know. Um, <laughs> and you know, I think pre-game when the when the players come out to um, to warm up, there was sort of like you know tiny bits of the monks chant here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But no, no Roy Green. I mean, we were talking about this on no the show. No Roy Green pre-game. No. There was Roy Green post-goal, though. I wonder, you know, this this was a, 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 you know, we're speaking obviously in the aftermath of a very anticlimactic performance after 14 mm. weeks of lockdown and nothing. Mm. And then we, probably the most memorable performance of all, which is to give you, you know, less than zero on, on, mm. on the day. Um, but I wonder um, does, whether the crowd noise makes an impact on the players. Does it? It was irritating as fuck. <laughs> Let's just say that. It was well, irritating. That's how it sounds. I mean, I watched it on the on the iFollow, and that that actually was not bad in terms of a picture. Uh, the sound was a bit tinny at one point, mm. but then it kind mm. of exploded into reality. So that part of it was okay. And so again, I just endorse what you said. Hats off to the to the stream service because I, I found it fine. But the crowd noise did sound artificial, the, and the, you know, I. I the problem is, Nick, you know, and I feel for people like, you know, with the aforementioned sort of Billy and Max and them boys there, there is no happy medium. You know, they mm. can't get everything right, which is which is sad. And I'm sure, you know, if they, they could, they'd love to, you know, but they really can't get every single detail right. And you look at it, you know, the crowd noise versus the commentator's noise, and then you, you've got two separate audio feeds coming in and stuff. It's technically, it's it's, it's a dic- difficult operation to put together, but they managed to put it together. And, and I know, obviously, they had problems, and I think a couple of people fired sort of tweets into me, and I was like, you know, straight away to Billy, and Billy was on it, you know, and fair, fair play to him, because yeah, he, yeah, works, yeah. he works his socks off, you know? He does. And, um, and, and you know, the club is facing similar, similar uh, tensions and difficulties. Um, I, I, the only thing that struck me, and I just want to get your thought, Aaron, is we, we don't know how long this, we're hoping there's going to be a normal season at some point from September, yeah. October, perhaps, who knows, because this, it strikes me, having watched a few of the behind closed doors Premier League games, and now obviously today mm. for the Lions, this can't be it. This, 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 this cannot continue like this forever. It'll, whilst it has to, yes, but if this is, if this was it for any length of time, it would kill the sport, in my opinion, because if, as a televisual experience, um, it was, it was, it was empty. I, 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 you know, today was not a Millwall match in my, flat. in my flat, empty, and you know, this can't be it going forwards uh, for long. Put it that way. No, mate. Um, Not for I think, me. I think everyone's looking at the, the next sort of nine games and then going on from there afterwards. But it, you're right. It was difficult. It was a tough one to to sort of deal with. Um, just very surreal. Very, very surreal for a long time, just sitting and experiencing it. And obviously, being back for the first time in 14 weeks was was like wow for me. Yeah. Know? But um, 
experiencing that was was difficult and experiencing sort of the lack of atmosphere the lack of people it's very strange driving to the den and you see all the security and stuff and the, you know they've closed the you know one the, the exit out of the main car park is closed right you know and, and you just see like all sort of the road around sort of Bellina road and there everyone's talk, just getting on with life you know you yeah the fishmongers doing their thing you've got the mechanics doing their thing and you're like okay yeah cool where, where, where the police horses you know where's the kebab man? you know you know where, where's, where's you know the people sitting at the Millwall calf and all that it's just weird it was very very sort of eerie sights and sounds yeah no, um, i can imagine i can imagine you know but very well organized i've got to give the club this they were super organized and everything you know, and, and and sort of props them for that because even Derby, they came out of the far corner. I think they must have changed. And, you know, the community. The sports centre next door. The yeah. Center, they must have changed yeah. there. So, you know, Derby were down there. Millwall were obviously in the home home dressing rooms and whatnot. You know, fair play to them. They, they, they did very, very well in terms of that and, and sort of the whole organisation of the whole day. So so I've got to give a massive props for that. What well, I can't give massive props for some of the decisions on the pitch and some of the shit that went on on the pitch was, yeah. that was frustrating. That was really frustrating. It was, it was a, it, you know, it was, it was a very strange sight in many respects. Some of the, the playing performances, some of the, um, you know, talk about formations, I suppose, but some of the playing performances just didn't look interesting today. And, you know, it had a very reserved, midweek reserve fixture kind of feel, kind of August, uh, pre-season July kind of relaxed. Mm. Kind of, and I find that strange. Yeah, yeah, given how much is on the table, Aaron, how much is at stake? I can't I can't get my head around it still. I'm struggling with it if I'm it if was, I'm honest. I mean, to sort of go through the game, it was a weird start. It was a very weird start, a bit patchy, a bit here and there. And then once Smith scored, 15 minutes it was. I bet you a grand if you turn around to Gary Wright and go, What are you what are you think about neighbours? We're gonna get a couple more here. We're going to get a couple more. Yeah. There's no way that they're coming back into this. And there was a period of time where it literally looked like Mill were attacking and attacking and attacking. But then, stupid mistakes, small little mistakes. Hutch and Cooper, I presume they haven't been talking to each other for 14 weeks. But, you know, there was no sort of communication. <laughs> Romero looked sloppy at times, even though, you know, at some point, I think he had two shots on target at one point, Marlon Romero. But, you know, he looked sloppy at times. There was just a general sloppiness about the whole. It was weird, you know. And then you've got that kid, Louis Sibley. This yeah. is his third third professional appearance, three appearances, mate. As I said in our group chat, you know, Nick, you've probably got clothes older than him. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's true. It's true, though. It you've seen the suit. True. You've seen the suit I wear. Yeah, yeah. that moet suit. Got, you know, <laughs> like trigger style. You know, you. you but this I'm kid has come on. Go on. Did we make him look good today, or did we? No, he's, 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 he's a good he player. Prodigy that he's a good, good player. But Nick, it isn't even that. It's the fact that Mill gave him time on the ball. Yeah. And I'm telling you something for free. I will tell you something. If Sean Williams starts and is marking him, there's no way that he's scoring them goals. No way. But Ryan Woods again, air in his head, air in his head, lead in his legs, lazy. He just yeah. looked. Like he didn't care, yeah, you know. I, I, and, I agree. Yeah. Part of me sits there and thinks that keeps has taken up so much of the wage bill, so much of a wage bill. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it, mate. He's shown, Ryan Woods has shown there what Stoke paid for, what Stoke got, and what Stoke are. Just lazy, can't be bothered, not, you know, sort of overpaid prima donnas, that sort of cliche. But yeah, Sean yeah. Williams plays and that doesn't happen. I'm telling you. Because Sean Williams wouldn't, he's more streetwise than Ryan Woods. He wouldn't let that happen. He was disappointing Woods. 
Jed. Oh my Jed, 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 Jed. You know, like I, he gets on the ball, and you know, you're like, come on, do something. But there was a point like he got into the box, and then he just runs himself into like knots, and yeah. you just. You want to hit your head against something? Like, come on, man. Drive towards God. Do something. Even his final ball was atrocious. I think all that Villa talk has really got to his head, you know. I really think it's got to his head. He's nowhere near. I mean, if I was any, any kind of um, Aston Villa rep watching him today, I would think I don't want to spend money Back on out. him. Back, Back out. out. You know, I, I think Jed's a very good player. Uh, and I like Jed, but he's not, a, he's not a football genius. I mean, the boy that did well for Derby today, if you saw him, you might think, yeah, we, if you've got a, represent a club with money, there's a gamble you could possibly take because you have to pay big some big money, I reckon, for him even at the moment. But Jed, you know, I don't know. I, I think he's he's a very good player, but he's no, um, you know, he's, he's not he's not top table. He's just he's a, he's a workhorse good player, if you like. And he shines at Mill because we we like that kind of player. Um, but, even but today, then, Nick, you took know too much he on. was talismanic for the first half of the season. He was talismanic. That's how to describe him. You know that leader, that one player that you think yes, when he's when he's in the side, anything can happen. And he's looked a shadow of his his, his former self. Now you know Derby. I'll give them credit. They did the basics right. They weren't outstanding. They yeah. were not outstanding, mate. You had Wayne Rooney playing a sweeper. Yeah. Look how far back he was playing times. I remember a couple of times when I'm looking at going, shit, is that Rooney picking up the ball from the keeper? Yeah, it is. Wayne Rooney. You know, Rooney's going, he's picking up the ball from there, he's bringing it forward, he's bringing it out. And everything went through him. And I'm not saying they will need to go and get a Wayne Rooney, but, you know, they did the basics right, Derby. They got the basics right and they were able to score three goals off it. And don't get me wrong, a couple of those goals should never have happened because how Sibley's getting into those positions, I don't know. He's glo- He's ghosted past players to get into those positions, and and he's managed to, to fire a couple in. I think we're round I mean, as well. We're, we're, go on. No, so, I mean part of the part of the modern format or the remainder of the format is that we have these drinks breaks built into the mm. you know so it creates a, a mm. quarter, an Americanized quartered sport, doesn't it? So you yeah. have a first quarter set. And we got caught cold after each of those drinks breaks. We've conceded immediately. They've restarted the. And you wonder what Gary Wright's saying during them. Ah. Same thing again in the second, the third quarter, fourth quarter. Uh, we get caught again. They go two one in front, and that's just that's just basic. Aaron, you've got to stay switched on. This is high level football, and the Premier League's on the table, and you switch off. Uh, it, it, it's it's very frustrating, and, and, and these are not bad players, but I think that today. One or two didn't look interested. I, I, I certainly agree that Woods didn't look interested. No. Um, Malumbi was was um, you know a pale shadow of what we've we've come to expect. Yeah. Best players for me, Ferguson. Yeah, on one side, Marlon, Marlon on the other. I, you know, they both gave honest yeah. performances, and I think yeah. Smith did his did his um, you know Matt I, Smith. I, I mean, thing. I mean, look, with Marlon, I'm say yeah, he had a, he had a good game, but a good game amongst a load of others who weren't a great. Poor, and and I, th- I think yeah, yeah. the whole back four was shaky. They were very, very nervy. There's just a little yeah. slip in them, a little trip in them, you know, sort of standing there on feet. And I give Marlon that, you know, he pushed forward and he, he did his job well, but the whole back line as a unit just weren't great. I mean, again, with Rowett, you've got to sit there and go, yes, you're missing Ben Thompson, but Leonard, where he was, oh, come on. I didn't see anything from Bradshaw Leonard. earlier. I didn't see anything from Leonard. I mean, he had one chance at the end of the first half where I thought, okay, you know, take it. Take it. Here's your opportunity. Make it happen. Yeah. Of course, that, that, that didn't come off. 
Um, didn't see enough from me today to justify Ryan Leonard um, up front or in, <laughs> any West End starting but, but 11, look, to be honest. Look at Smith as well. With all due respect to Smith, yes, it was a great header, whatever, great. But look how many opportunities he had afterwards. How many opportunities to fashion something out. Now, a good striker is getting something onto the ball and actually stabbing it home. Smith, if he, if he, if it's not in his reach or his range, he won't even touch it. He'll leave the ball. He will leave the ball. And that's the mark of a lazy striker. I don't like that. And then there's the opportunity where Marlon, intelligent, throws, throws the ball straight into the you know you know the channel if you like the corridor of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? He yep. wants to chip it, tap it home, side foot it in, under the keeper, done, two nil, two one, whatever it is. No, yeah, he wants to chip it, mate. Come on, come on, like frustrating. Bradshaw's ten times a striker he is brings Bradshaw on too late. Bod Varson on to like fucking Scalak. Scalak. Mate, one word for Scalak. Released. Released. Oh, no. That's it's it's going to be. It's uh, air, air, airport for Mr. Scalak for me. I, 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 what a waste. Enough. What a waste. I mean, that was frustrating, Nick. That was frustrating. Like, on just, on a whole, I, I was so annoyed like, watching that because I had so much optimism. You know, through the game, I thought, yeah, they'll get back into They'll get back into it. And then you just see time ebbing away. And then they grab the third, and you're like, shit, that is just... Well, time was ebbing away. Before we conceded the third, mm. um, 89th minute, or oh, 88th minute, something like that. I mean, I, I made a note to myself, the game was drifting like it was a friendly match mm. on a mm. on a mm. warm summer's yeah. morning in July. You know, like yeah. we're, we're yeah. playing warm-up football here for a season. And I thought, well, how is this happening? Where's the energy? Where's the drive? Like, you know, we 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 spoke about the other night about Ben Thompson coming into the team. I, I think his enthusiasm would have given something mm, today, but creativity. He, he can't carry a whole side, and there were mm. there were players in there that were, were that were hiding. I would just to just to close this out, Aaron, because um, you know everyone would have seen the the events today. But I, I I wonder what's happened because the last time that we played, we played a really high tempo, high powered yeah. clinical game up there at one of the biggest venues in. National football, world football, arguably the city ground, big place, big the world famous city ground, big event, and we 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 dealt with them and and closed them out. Something I know we've all had a coronavirus fourteen week break, but blimey, it's that looked like a completely different. That looked like a very bunch of blokes odd. that played together on a Sunday very, morning. Very 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 odd. I mean, it was just I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I can't put my finger on it. This one, I want to let Gary out still. I want to say that, you know what? He, he didn't get it right. He got it right to an extent, and then but just didn't get it right. The subs were too late. The changes are too late. And granted, you can make five changes off of three breaks, but come on, you've got to be bringing Bradshaw on quicker. You've got to be you know getting rid of Leonard if if, if he's not good enough. Um, there was just something a bit sort of Different today. Am I right to say they played four two three one against Forest as well? They played four three three today. It was it was yeah it was a variant formation mm. up there. Yeah, so they played four two three one rather than four three three. They played four three three today. Um, it was it's just frustrating on a whole. I, I'm really annoyed. I'm really annoyed because you know we know they can do so much better than that. And granted, Ben Thompson when he comes in, he is the best number ten in, in the championship. He's a fabulous player. You put him in any other side, put him in Leeds, put him in Forest, put him in whoever, he will shine. He's a brilliant creative outlet. And him behind Bradshaw, granted. But right now, 
They assembled this squad. Gary Rowett didn't. The Millwall club, the board assembled this squad. They brought in, you know, Bod Varson with obviously Neil Harris's. Okay, mm. they brought in Smith. They brought in Bradshaw. They brought in Scalak and all these players. These players should be good enough to do a job. Absolutely. They should be good enough to, to, to beat that. That's one of the poorest derby sides in years. In years, Nick. And it's just, I don't know. There was something, there was something sort of missing today. Let's just hope, you know what, going forward, it sort of sorts itself out because, you know, again, I think Millwall have had a bit of a reprieve with, you know, Bristol City getting, you know, dicked by Blackburn. Results and then, have not, not hurt yeah, us as much. No, what was yeah. result, Results have gone Millwall's way. Results have gone Millwall's way. You know, um, Luton drew 1-1 with Preston North End, so that's a good result for Millwall as well. So... Let's just big, let's just hope. Let's that. leave it there. Big big game next week, Ben Barnsley. Uh, you and me will speak again in the week on the Real Fan Show. On a side note, can I just say, can I just say, cool. don't you love the fact that we're talking about football and football's made our Saturdays miserable? <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Yes, it's back. There we are, dear listeners. I'm Eva Dirty Mill. Big thank you, Darren Paul, for taking time out. Um, join us on the show and uh, let's hope for better news next week thank you to Aaron all the best mate thank you for listening to Acton the Millwall if you enjoyed the show please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review over Dirty Millwall till next time ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.